Welcome back to another episode of Dual Alliance with myself, Alicia Solomon, and Megan Hines, where every week we discuss the challenge. We are back for episode two of season 39, Battle for a New Champion. This week, it became a lot more confusing, and I think the chaos portion of it has already started, even though we are still in the control. Seemingly, no one has control at this point. They don't know what's going on. Uh, Too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many chiefs, not enough Indians, as Murdamook once says. I don't know what's happening here. Like, it's just very confusing, and we need to discuss Megan. Yes. My first thought is, why do we have a USA alliance? Because I'm just very confused. <laughs> because they have, they show the graphic of Jay and his people, and it's Sans Raven, but it has people who are not from the U.S. in it. Right. I I can see why they would make a U.S. alliance because I think a lot of the people that are on the show have come from seasons where it's been U.S. versus international countries. So I can get that aspect of them trying to stick with U.S. people together. Also, Americans are, I don't want to say itty, but like Itty rhymes with an S. You get what I'm trying to say? So, I mean, like, everyone's trying to stick together. Red, white, and blue, hip, hip, hooray, all that other stuff. So, I get why they would try to be patriotic and make a decision to have an alliance. However, it's so early in the game, and I think people... It's just too much people that it's not going to align. Like, I'm, I'm with the separate alliances, but when you try to have, like, 10 to 15 people in one alliance, I mean... This is the result. <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah, because even with Jay is the mastermind, part of, of like have his people and the alliance. But Corey said it was like many of the people that were USA are in it. But Jay was like, oh, I'm friends with S off and he's gonna be in it. Emmanuel and Colleen are in it as well. And I'm like, who made Jay the, the leader? I'm just very confused because we've seen his track record on this show. That man cannot lead and stick to a plan at all. So I'm very confused on why he is the leader. (laughs) Is he the leader or is he the person that's getting the most screen time? Like, I just think that he's the one that, you know, is getting edited to set the storyline up that it's U.S. and they're strong and they have this whole alliance. And also, like we mentioned last week with, the whole ride or die alliance where Olivia was like, well, I like Zara and I like this person. And she's trying to bring other people into their alliance. Like Noree said, do what you want to do in your own time. Like, you know, if that's your friends, if that's your homies, if that's your girls, that's cool. However, this is the core that we're sticking to. And I think with Jay, it's the same thing. Like you're trying to have a U.S. alliance, but Asaf is your homie. Colleen is your friend. This person, that person, that's not, they can't, everyone can't go. I think that's one Mm -hmm. thing that we all know in life. Everyone can't go with you. So you have to understand, like, you can't bring everyone added onto an alliance if they're not even American. Like, that's not the point of an American alliance is them for to be American and not just live in America. (laughs) Like, so it just doesn't make any sense how they try to convolute everything. And I think what kind of just sucks is Chauncey got the short end of the stick. He did not make it any better himself. Like he did dig his own grave, but I think he just didn't have a fair opportunity. Just like we've seen with his girlfriend, honestly, it, it just like Chauncey's just there. And yeah. And Raven's just there too, because Raven wasn't even included in that graphic, <laughs> but there was not a Raven this whole episode. 
Y'all don't like that girl either. And it shows. So just stop with this alliance thing when you're not including other people that you would think you have like would have your back who are actually loyal. Everybody else in that alliance are not loyal at all. So that just threw me off the whole episode. I'm like, y'all are not smart for how y'all playing this game and how y'all wreck this line. It just isn't smart. But also we got aside from like the USA alliance stuff that happened, we did get more of the Kylan and Melissa hookup storyline as well. We got like the first piece of it early in the episode where they were getting cozy and Kyle was saying that he saw Melissa on Total Madness right before he got on the show. He's like, oh, I'm seeing and being around my crush. It's great. And Melissa is taking liking to Kylan as well. And I, I actually like this for them. I don't know if it'll, it'll actually last, but it's cute for the moment. I mean, I don't think any of these showmances last for a long amount of time. Like it's, it is what it is with that. I, I mean, Melissa's here to have fun. She's a good time. I think Kylan is just there as well. I mean, Kylan's kind of iffy to me just after how he moved in that USA season that he did. So I'm kind of like not, well, it's whatever with Kylan. Like, you're just there, buddy. But Melissa is having a good time. Melissa is old challenge vibes. Like, she's just there to have a good time, but she's there to also win. So she's giving that balance which I can appreciate as a viewer, but I just think Colin was just, once once they got to the other portion of their relationship or situationship where basically they were trying to force Colin to kiss her in front of everyone and she got really offended. I mean, how old are we? Like you people are a smooth 31, 28. I don't know how old, like y'all are too old for this nonsense. Like this is ridiculous. I think just- if he didn't want to kiss her, he didn't want to kiss her. Also, his excuse, I'm not going to talk about nobody's mental, but like, bro, if you don't want to kiss the girl, you don't want to kiss her. Like, I just think that adding that onto it and saying like, he's autistic. Did we know Kylan was autistic? I think he mentioned it briefly on USA 2 because he said he got the diagnosis after he did Big Brother. Because he didn't, that wasn't part of his story on Big Brother. So after he did that season, he had the diagnosis. Okay. Yeah. So basically, Colin was like, he's autistic, and that probably adds on to his lack of affection in person and PDA and all that other stuff, or his social anxiety in general. It's just what, like, why do we have to excuse somebody not kissing someone? Like, can we grow up? Like, I felt like Melissa just was drunk and she just felt super offended. And it's just like, girl, it's not that deep. So for him to pull that out the bag and be like, no, 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 it's not you. I'm autistic. And I can't. it's just like, oh, my God, please. Enough. Like, it's so early in the game. We have so much longer to go and play in this game for this to even be something that comes up already. It's kind of just like, come on now. And apparently, Miss is not the only person he ends up actually even hooking up with. So it is what it is with this, <laughs> this storyline at this point. Like, y'all have y'all fun. And let's just get over it. <laughs> But after that, we do go into daily challenge, which at this challenge, they are also earning 50K into their pot if they win this daily. And it's called ball control, where this will be another time challenge where this will be 23 minutes that they'll have to form a human ladder to get up to a chute and throw their balls down that chute on the platform. If they lose, they fail this. But the kicker is, if they get those balls down the chute, they will get 2K 
into their pot each. And if they get a bonus 4K, if all 23 balls end up in the shoot. And the strategy from the start was just horrible. Kieran was like, oh, I'll take the lead and leading again. Babes, stop. This is the second time you're trying to have a plan. People are like, let's not do that. Michelle's like, mm, let's not. Let's have an anchor on the bottom and this record way up that way. And then it just was a mess after that of people not trying to figure out what to do and people just giving their input and it just not working. Yeah, you know what? And no shade, I don't think Kieran was the problem the first time. I just think people didn't really have a second part of a plan, which was what we talked about last week in terms of the puzzle part. But as for this, once everyone started to talk and, you know, you see Asaf be like, hold on, hold on. And Jay's screaming and this person screaming and Michelle's trying to talk and Vern is like, I don't know about that. And it's just, again, too many people with, I don't really feel this part but like a lot of personality (laughs) that was hard for me to say um with a lot of personality I would just say people who have opinions okay and so it just didn't come together and I think one side of the rope did their own thing the other side was doing their own thing and they didn't have a great strategy at all but one side seemingly was doing better than the other and I think once we got to the part of Chauncey clipping on or not clipping on to the rope is where the breakdown of that side started to happen because we've seen how everyone was climbing up. You know, James was stepping on Olivia, by the way, hilarious. Why would they choose that big ass man to step all over Olivia after she had a whole incident last season? I don't know. Like, if I'm Olivia, I'm going into this like a delicate flower. I know that I'm getting paid to be on the show to do the challenge, but this big ass man is not stepping on me. Like, he was stomping like stomping on her and i was just like okay sure yeah it was all up on her shoulders all up on her helmet all up on her back like all that weight on top of her and like she was and she was joking um i would rather james be on top of me in a different way not this way Uh (laughs) but also with chauncey i don't know why they had him go all the way up since he's a bigger person he should have been at the bottom and that's what probably their thought process was is Chauncey's tall and so once you get to the top like it'll be easier for people to just step onto Chauncey and get up to the top because everyone had to put their ball in into the shoot like individually like someone couldn't put someone else's ball into the shoot so eventually everyone would have to get to the top so it it kind of made sense like in the long run of just how much everyone would have to go up to get up to the top but I just think that to start off with I don't know Chauncey just couldn't get it done like that's just the bottom line it's not anything else to really add on to it but just Chauncey didn't do his part in that and he owned it which he should and as for the other side I don't know what they were doing like Horacio being on the bottom drowning on everybody was absolutely ridiculous and then Huey not getting up was probably the funniest part to me because it just spoke so many words <laughs> on just Huey. And I love Huey down, but come on, nobody is pushing that ass up. Like, bro, we got we we gotta start from somewhere. You understand? Like he needed to be a little bit lower off because we have to understand this is also not just having an anchor, but someone using their body weight to push themselves up. Like eventually he would have had to climb up to get to the top. But 
if he can't get to the top or get to the middle, let's start off at the bottom. But no one really had strategy on that side, which is where they kind of fell into their own devices. Yeah, because at one point, people just started, like, popping off. Like, But at one point, like, Maurice was, like, somewhat towards the bottom. And I'm like, why the hell y'all got this small woman at the bottom? That don't make sense. But then they end up making a stride, but they got, like, halfway to it. At one point, it was still worth it working. Reeves got pushed off. At another point, someone else got pushed off. But once Chauncey fell off, I was like, well, I can't help you there, brother, because you tried. But you couldn't get it clipped. Like, it, clipping it, I don't know what the issue was with that. But it's getting up there. Couldn't, shouldn't have been an uphill battle for him. But seeing people starting to get just jumped off because, like, we don't like how this is working well. I should have actually had a plan and actually had someone to make it perfect. Because I think Michelle had the right idea with the anchors initially. I think my process was like, okay, have the anchors on the bottom. Have maybe have the, I would say, actually have the guys just hold on, be the, be the ladder, and then just have the girls just go over them to get to the top. Which it ended up working out towards the end when we got like from the smaller girls up on the left side. But it just didn't manifest itself on the right side because they didn't have an even amount of guys that can have that weight to the anchor on that side. So I was like, that wouldn't work either. But at one point, they were just like, fuck it. Since the other side was already all set with their ladder and they were all to the top, let's just run over there and just do it, get on that one and that and be like that. Yeah, you also have to factor in that there was a time limit onto this. Like they only had 23 minutes. And so that already puts you at, you know, an advantage where you have to hurry up and figure this out. So once they like aborted that mission and kind of went to the other side, it was like, all right, how is everyone going to get up here? But I think, like you said, getting the girls up there first, like the smaller woman would have been just the best part of it, which they did do that ultimately. But Melissa, girl, you cannot be afraid. Like she cost them at least probably, I don't know how long it was, but it seemed like she cost them like a couple of seconds or, you know, like maybe 20 to 30 seconds of her not just wanting to move off of who she was standing onto and getting onto the platform. Like at that point, you're just going to have to do a trust fall, kind of lean into the platform and let the women pull you up. And she just wouldn't move. Like her body was just on stuck which is the problem. Like, girl, you have to move because we need to get everyone in a position to get up there. So, I mean, I don't know. From the beginning, like I said, it was just too many people. They should have split it up where they have, you know, two teams and somebody just take the lead and figure it out. But I guess it's just too many people for all of this to work together. And if this continues on, they're just going to keep losing money and it's just going to be like a blame game the whole time, which is like, what is this? It's not deal, no deal. So what else is there to do? But these people, I just can't because it's going to be a lot of complaining and people just not being creative and being smart. I feel like at this point, it's like episode two. This season, if it keeps going this way, it's going to go to shit. I'm sorry. It really is. But these people are not smart. They're not, I keep saying, they're not playing together like they want to. And it's frustrating. I'm like, this is really, this is really what y'all gave us. Right. I think that's also the part of it. It's just from the beginning when they had the challenge set up in the arena and no one figured it out. 
until 30 minutes after. It's like, that seemed like a good idea in retrospect. Like, oh, we're just going to have them figure out that they have to do this challenge and then they all have to work together. But when you have these bigger challenges, like, it's going to be a lot more difficult for everyone to work together. Like, they're not in a sand. They're not just, like, in one place. Like, they really have to figure this out. Cool. But, again, with the personalities or lack thereof on the show, with the idea of everyone having to work together, and then the other part of it, which is everyone has their own individual game that they're trying to play because this is an individual gameplay at the end of the day, it just makes it difficult for all of this to come together and make decent episodes. Because it yeah. just, I was so lost like at this episode. I was just like, from the start of it with them trying to figure out this challenge all the way up until deliberation and the whole situation that happened in the arena was just like what is going on yeah but they did end up getting people up on a platform they got colleen up there first then michelle and zara they really only got three women up on that platform and they only got six thousand dollars added to their pot but because they didn't get everybody up that ladder and on the platform they failed the challenge so now they have to figure out who to put in. And this could pose a question, who is a liability at this point? Is it Big T? Because they were doing her name out early, once again, Chauncey, because he couldn't pull himself up and latch himself, or Huey? I mean, for me, I don't I didn't consider Big T a part of it, even though she did have an issue with being up there. But I don't think her issue was long-term, as it was as... Huey and Chauncey like Chauncey literally had the opportunity to try to pull himself up to get hooked on he just couldn't pull it together Huey was just stuck like he couldn't really climb people he was trying to figure out how to climb people and climb over and people were trying to push him and they couldn't even do that so that just leaves two people to to pick from I'm not mad at those two choices and I think those two people respectively took what they needed to on the chin like they were like listen I know I didn't do this well so that's just what it was now as in terms of people coming together and trying to pick this is where the whole confusion really begins because you have people as in Corey Jay Michelle I think Norice was in the room a bunch of the USA people we're trying to figure out, do we go with Chauncey or do we go with Huey? Do we burn one of our numbers or do we go with someone who we like as a person, but was also a liability in this challenge? And it's so early on in the game that for people to be choosing one of their numbers already against someone who j they just like as a person, it's just like, what are we doing here? And I think that let's just call it what it is. They don't like Chauncey. I don't know if it's an effect off of Amber. I just think that with him having Amber's back last season and how that whole thing played out, it's just I get where Chauncey's coming from and everyone is just going to take offense to it. Like, that's just the bottom line. And I think that everyone had an excuse about why they wanted to choose who they wanted to choose. But at the end of the day, like, keep it a buck. If you don't like somebody, you don't like somebody. Y'all like Huey better, just say that. I like Huey more. I'm not going to lie. Like, if I was in the house, if I was, it was still super early. This is week two, super early. I'm like, eh, you know what? I may choose Huey. Just Huey's a great time. He'll give me laughs. He'll probably be, I don't know. You know what I mean? And then Chauncey has this whole thing where he has his family. It's just like, choose who y'all want to choose, but stop lying behind it. 
like because it just gave very much everyone's confused and don't know who to pick because they don't want to say what they want to say and i'm like why are y'all trying to do this like this is why y'all are losers because y'all don't have the social capital <laughs> you don't have political gameplay to keep your cards to yourself first and foremost and then two just not pick your own numbers that's stupid like we're really in week two even if Huey and Chauncey are not on the table, take them both off the table because y'all have one is your number and one is someone you like. Y'all didn't have to pick one of them. Y'all could have picked somebody else. That could have been easier. But no, it's we don't like Chauncey. We don't trust Chauncey. What exactly did he do? Granted, he had a track record from last year because people were coming for Amber. That's that. Aside from that, he hasn't done anything ridiculous towards anybody on this cast so that's confusing to me i think also with the lack of context we were getting like last week with the whole jessica vote and she told jay one thing about chauncey and chauncey of jay took offense and so it just was like a whole you know dissension already between jay and chauncey i think that also led into this episode where chauncey came in apparently and had said that he wasn't really fooling with Norris, Jay, Olivia for reasons of last season that they were on together, which was completely understandable. And I think that people just didn't want to take that as for what it was. Like, yeah, it may be an alliance here, but ultimately this is an individual game. And Chauncey doesn't like y'all. And he's saying it up front. He's saying to people like, hey, I'm not really going to fool with you. Or he's telling other people and it's coming back. However it gets back to them, at least they know that this is what it is with him. And I think people just wasn't honest with themselves in how he was dealing with them and felt offensive, offended more than anything, which is just like, why? Because the next y'all going to turn around and do the same thing. It's just that he is the one seeing it first. Like, y'all just can't be mad at that. And I just think that's, again, I don't know if Amber just, is just trickling down on him. And so people not liking him either. And you have that whole effect, but I just think is is nonsense. But at the end of the day, Chauncey didn't help himself in the situation. Yeah, and Raven was his only was trying to be a saving grace <laughs> of the USA people. Because she was like, "Hey, you did your best. You did comedy what you didn't do. I'm gonna try and help you out, my brother." It didn't help him as much because now she had a target on her back within the um, the whole USA group. And I'm like, well, she tried. And she at least she's being loyal and being a friend to him. Because at that point, within that group, he really had nobody because everybody else was stuck up in each other's butts. And Raven's like, I'm help try to help you out at least because I think you deserve to stay because I want to see you win. Everybody else is just deluded. I mean, I understood Raven completely, like, trying to save Chauncey because that is one of her numbers. We are so early on in the game and she's going to need it moving forward. But I think Raven realized ultimately too, like she said, she's on the bottom of her alliance to begin with. So what's goose is not better for the gander or whatever the saying is. Like what's good for them is not going to be good for her. Where I think also Raven didn't do herself a service is now going back and repeating things and blowing up game plans super early on. Like I'm not uh, opposed to her having other alliances in the house with the UK people, as in Karen and other people, but you can't just go around now saying everything that is happening 
and it not come back to these people. Like you already know you're at the bottom of the alliance. So you need to move as kind of, you know, like you're on both sides, but just, just play it cool. And I just think she didn't do that. And that's where she messed up her game ultimately too, because now you got to go with Chauncey's situation. Raven, you're up next. Like if y'all don't do well next week and they try, try to pin it on the girls, I think Raven is probably quick on that list to go just because she didn't follow suit or she didn't just keep the word of just having an alliance over here, just keeping that shut. Like if you cool with Karen, be cool with Karen, but don't blow up the spot. Cause now that really puts you at the bottom, sis. Like I I'm I like Raven. I know she was trying to do what's best for Chauncey, and that's very noble. But you also got to do what's best for you. And she did not do yeah. that. Yep, because that gave Olivia and Reese more ammo against her because she's like, but I know why I, I didn't like her <laughs> last season. Anyways, but now you know, now looking at it, that they really didn't help you like that because y'all can be y'all nice and stuff, but when it comes to this and you keep letting your mouth go, it's not going to happen. But when they went to, also when they were at the club, I also want to bring this up because Jay, he was like, I told Chauncey I got him, like to his face, because they had made men's. And he's like, well, if I do this, I'm going to mess his relationship up with um, Chauncey. Then at the club, he's trying to convince Huey, in a sense, to make himself an option, make himself a vote to go in, because Huey can pick whoever he wants to go in. And he was like, is that really in my best interest? Like, I know I messed up, but I shouldn't, like, I don't think I should be the one to be like, oh, I'll go in. Granted, Huey said he wasn't afraid to go into Mason. It's just Jay is like trying to convince him to do this to save his own ass. And it's very confusing. Yeah, I think Jay was trying to show his loyalty to Chauncey, but ultimately, Huey's not dumb. Like, yeah, he could be the vote. Yeah, he can go in and choose who he wants to if he gets down to the arena. But why would he put himself up so early? And who would he choose? Like, this is the thing. Huey has to go in. Huey can beat some of these people. Like, if it if, if it's a, a good enough game, like, Huey can go into elimination and win against some of these people. But what does that do for Huey now to already throw out names of who he wants to go into the arena against to play? Like, that doesn't help him in the long term. Jay's just looking out for the U.S. alliance. He's just doing a poor job at it. Like, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, because I'm like, Huey was confused. I was confused as well. I was like, this is not looking good. It's only episode two, and this is how you're playing? This is horrible. But, you know, it is what it is. And then right before the deliberation, Chauncey decides to, like, gather... Jay, Asaf, Ryan, and I think as well, just to like see if he can save himself with them. And he was like, I'd rather get caught out than be the direct vote because I'd rather like have motivation to like really like go in. And I'm like, just be the direct vote. It don't at this point, it don't matter because of everything that's going on. And I'm sorry, but you missed maybe the vote. Yeah, I think at that point, it was really no convincing anyone of really how to go. Like, Chauncey was just going to be the vote. That's just what it was going to be. And he really didn't have any, like, legs to stand on. I, I just don't think he made it any better after 
the deliberation because I think everyone was still on Chauncey or Huey. Let's see how this goes. We're going to go into deliberation knowing that these two are going to be two of the names that we're going to throw out there. And I think Huey had the first go at it and, you know, said his speech and everyone was just like, oh, it's the Huey that we love. We're rooting for you. Great job. You know, we feel for you. And then we get to Chauncey and Chauncey decides to, he decides to be direct. Like he, it, it just didn't go the way that he, I don't know if he thought that it was going to go one way and didn't think people were going to say what they wanted to say, but he decided to go down the line essentially and say, have I wronged any of you on the U.S. team? He looks at Horacio first and he says, <laughs> Horacio, have I wronged you? And Horacio was like, I mean, yeah, you said my name last season. And Chauncey's like, okay. And from that point on, it was just like, Chauncey, I don't think, I don't know if you remember last season, Chauncey, that you were on, like everything that happened, but that's not the way to go about this situation. Like he could have had so many different other angles in approaching it. And he decided to do that. And it's just like, my man, they're already not feeling you. So why would you go in there and say this? And to he just kept going down the line, asking Michelle, asking Jay. We didn't even get to Norris because we already knew what the Norris answer was. And I feel like him and Norris were up front with each other and knowing like, yeah, bro, like you made a group chat about my girlfriend. Like it's just like too much that's happening with Norris and Chauncey for that. I can get that. But the whole line of people was like, yeah, bro, we don't like you. We got a problem with you. You like, what's up? And Chauncey's like, oh, okay. I feel like the the weird thing about it too is that Michelle is friends with Amber, and that's what is the weird. That's the biggest thing. I, yeah, th- that no, that's the biggest thing. Chauncey literally said he did not have a problem with Michelle because she is friends with Amber. Michelle made up the problem with Chauncey because she decided to attach herself to whatever happened with Jay as that's being her own problem, rather than looking at it all separately and saying well amber's my friend and if this is amber's partner then i'm gonna somewhat have his back and she did it and she just went along with the group like even with olivia saying you may not have done me wrong but you did my other half wrong enough like did he do you wrong or not like i get the horacio angle of it but girl at the end of the day y'all all playing individually did this man do anything to you the answer would probably be no for olivia to be honest but olivia wanted to be down with everyone else so she decided to say yes. The same thing with Michelle. Michelle decided to add on to whatever her uh, Chauncey and Jay's problem was. And now it looks like Chauncey did wrong to Michelle. It's like, that's not even the case. And worst off, because that's your girlfriend's friend, supposedly. Yeah. And and after that, the girls are like, oh, we're just going to vote Chauncey. That's that. You don't trust him. Y'all don't like the man. Don't, don't say y'all don't trust Y'all don't trust him. Because at the end of the day, he would have actually been loyal to y'all he was down for the cause y'all just don't like that man just be honest that's it and then there's another huddle there's a last minute huddle before they go to the arena and the usa people are like oh raven go to beans to kieran and now it's like really about to be a split house like they want to burn both of themselves and they kind of was like oh what if they just have it as chauncey votes from the american people who will for him? That's stupid. Was they started that last minute huddle was so stupid because the idea that came out of Kylan's mouth 
was dumped. This is not an international season. This is an individual challenge season. They're not about to split up the vote, split up the group like, oh, we're going to have the UK people vote. We're going to have the American people vote. That's not, that's not what this show is. Like, that thought process was stupid. Like, it's really every man is an option. Who cares about the burn votes? What I think it was, Colin was just overthinking. Like, he literally was just overthinking the whole situation. And and he was just like, well, maybe if we don't, they don't know how it went. Because it was a situation where last week happened, Jessica voted for herself and was able to choose who she wanted to. So now Kyla's overthinking the whole situation and thinking like, well, maybe if we vote for Chauncey, he'll be able to just vote for the people who voted for him or the people who said his name. Valid. I get it. Kylan is just trying to think about every single strategy. But if that wasn't the case really last week, they didn't really have something to set a precedent on how it really was going to go. So I get the overthinking from Kylan, but it just didn't make any sense for Raven to go back and tell Karen the whole plot and plan. Like that's where it kind of just, it blew mine. And I, and I understood Maurice being like, damn, like you were just here and everything was okay. Why would you go say that to somebody who is not in our main alliance? Like we're trying to hold this down and now you're just making shit hot by going over here and saying one thing. It's just like, come on now. We can't really be having that happen. And I just think that when they went down to the deliberation and to the arena to have that vote, like everyone just started overthinking. I think Kylan just started a trend of everyone trying to overthink and figure out what was going to happen. When Kieran voted and he decided to burn his vote, people were like, oh, they serious. Like they really want, you know, to have the opportunity to have this pretty much be UK versus US. Because at that point, it really wasn't that. And I just think that just made it a bigger situation than it really needed to be yeah so like you said like, raven may be in the sand next week <laughs> for this because you do something you ask is great but the vote michelle started with chauncey like you said karen vote, burned his vote on james Kyle voted for huey jay and olivia voted chauncey raven voted huey james burned his vote on karen Callum voted for Chauncey. And Cha- and Karen was like, I mean, not Karen. Callum was like, if I vote for Chauncey, I maybe you want to go in out of us three UK men <laughs> that voted for him because Chauncey had to pick the litter. He had to easily pick Callum, but he did not. He ended up voting for himself, just make it a full 18 votes. And now he has control of who he wants to go against. And he chose james black uh black guy james yeah and i think now that they can stop overthinking to know how this game is going to work once majority of the votes go in like that person is going down into the sand is and and is able to pick who they want until the time goes off until we get to that buzzer that goes off and you know we have the other game plan that's that's happening up until that point now Whoever loses and is has the majority vote goes down into the sand and is being able to choose who they want. So I think that that kind of clears up the whole made up scenario that they had for their own plan. And I think also added on to that, the whole Callum vote pretty much was off of Michelle. Supposedly, like he voted in terms of how Michelle wanted to vote and chose Chauncey because she would be upset if he didn't vote in that way. 
Do I believe that? I don't know. But that's what was said. But ultimately, Chauncey chose someone who didn't really have anything to do with anything. Like, James was just there. And he really just got the end of the stick where it's just like, this is kind of a neutral party. And if Chauncey is able to win and come back into the house, it doesn't really affect his U.S. relationships, which I think it was smart on his way to do that. But he shouldn't have to have that moment where he has to tr- like make a, a trust move for the other people in the house. Like Chauncey didn't do anything like so existential that it was just like, you got to do this and show us that you're with us. It's like, that's just dumb. But yeah, James went down there and I'm honestly surprised at the performance that I saw from James. James is a smooth, I'm assuming 44, like out of shape out of breath, out of shape. And they weren't even doing anything. Like they weren't even doing anything that was like so intense and crazy where you need to exert so much energy. And Chauncey was kind of right in his assessment. Chauncey was like, I don't know if he could keep up and we'll see how that goes. Man, oh man, that was embarrassing, honestly. How do you gas out playing Connect 3? Because that's essentially what they play. (laughs) Was looking like um Jimmy Butler after that at one game <laughs> after round one. Like Melissa said, baby, I can't. I don't think you can run a final if you can't keep up because you, you huffing and puffing after one or two rounds of just running. And y'all yeah. talking about Chauncey being core muscles, but you have James who's acting out, just carrying these cylinders. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't see it for James. I don't think he's even going to be able to sniff a final just off of that performance alone. Because again, this is individual play, but they're working as a team right now. That's a weak link. Like if you cannot keep up endurance wise in a challenge like this, where at minimum you're running 10 miles, you're doing five miles, like off rip. Yeah, I don't know how far James is going to go. I was lost. I was genuinely like, what is happening with him? Like, he's literally sliding down the walls, sliding down the wall and just like, like huffing and puffing and blowing his house down. I was just like, dude, somebody get this man some oxygen. Somebody get him a ventilator. Where's your asthma puff? Like, my boy, you are so out of breath off of one and a half rounds. That's crazy. Yeah, but in round one, he got nine rows done, aside from Chanti six rows. But it was a good back and forth between both of them throughout the whole thing, even with James gassing out throughout the whole thing. And in round two, James was just figuring out, like, yo, I can kind of fall down and just look at the strategy and just do diagonals and diagonals. Whereas Chanti was really just going, like, full speed ahead and just pitting cylinders in different slots. But he still managed to, like, figure things out as well. But it was very close for the most part throughout this whole thing. So it could have been anyone's game. Yeah, I wish Chauncey would have had more strategy instead of of using his endurance because Chauncey's endurance is always going to be there. But I think the strategy is what Chauncey needed to focus on and trying to get more of the roles connected and in order. And I think... Once we started to get into the second round and the whole of the third round, more people were on Chauncey's side and being verbal about what to do. And so that was able to help Chauncey because I don't think Chauncey was seeing the game as such. Like first round, it's kind of like dusting 
the cobwebs off and trying to figure it out. But I think once you started to go more and more, James being out of breath, not able to really get to where he wants to, and Chauncey being able to use his own muscles against James, Chauncey was like, oh, he's starting to get a feel of it. But by that time, it was kind of just like, all right, who's going to win this? Because it was very close. And I think that third round, I was just like, damn, I wish Chauncey would have gotten it sooner. Like, I wish mentally he would have been in the game sooner and strategy-wise, he would have been able to see the game because I think Chauncey completely had the ability to beat James. Like, it was just off of mental that messed with Chauncey. And I kind of felt bad because I was like, damn, if he would have figured this out sooner, Chauncey could have easily won that. Yeah, he was only one point shy. Literally, round six, not round six, round three was Chauncey's moment because he had six rows of three to James's three rows of three. But he came up short by one. James ended up having 18 points overall, and Chauncey had 17. Bad showing. Not a not a bad showing, I would say, but not the best way to go out to a man who was gassed out this whole time. Yeah, I think that was the shitty part about it for Chauncey is like, you losing to this old fart? Because honestly, he cannot keep up with anything. And I think people are going to start targeting because now, now you see that gameplay literally in the arena. It's like, damn, you really can't keep up with us. Like, I feel like a lot of people are going to be in the house and be like, this man is a weak link here. So we'll see how that goes for James. But as for Chauncey, he gets to go back home, be with his new daughter. I mean, Chauncey literally just left the child and Amber like right after she was born. So I mean, it's better for him to go back and be in those moments with his family. But I think it was just kind of, it just kind of sucks how that all culminated in him being eliminated because it really was just a hate train for Chauncey and his one mess up in the daily challenge. And I just think that yeah. kind of, that's kind of, that sucks. Yeah. Do you want to see Chauncey back? I kind of do. No, no. For what? <laughs> for what? I didn't even want to see him back this season. I'm sorry. Like, bro, go home and be a dad. Like, your baby was just born. I get you trying to win the money. I get you want to be a champion like your girl, all that other stuff. That sounds great. But no, because these people don't like, these people don't even like your girl. Why do you think they're going to like you? Like, come on, bro. It, come on. I feel like with better people on the cast with him, he would be fine. But he, that's when I was no. trying to see back. But aside from that, no. <laughs> no. I don't think if, who's better. Who, what better people is coming on the show, bro? You're right. Never you mind. want Johnny Bananas and you want Tori. You want Anissa. Like who? Who is coming back on the show to be like, yo, Chauncey, you're so great, and we're gonna like team with you because we love Amber so much. No one. That's what I'm saying. Just it's 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 a it's a, it's a no for me, dog. It's a big no. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna say nothing else, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but in the preview, though, I will say is we're going to get more actual drama. So we'll see how that fares out. Melissa's bucking up at somebody. That's going to be fun. She's really carrying old school challenge energy with her. So I love that. <laughs> but we'll see how next week goes. But we're going to get into some of the tweets from this week's episode. The first tweet comes from Amber herself. Plan on watching the challenge 39 tomorrow. And can't wait to see how many of my so-called friends fucked over my boyfriend with their lame excuses to send him into elimination. Now, Amber 
I want to come back just to avenge her and her men. <laughs> For sure. I definitely want to see Amber have that moment where she comes back, new mom, new energy, you know, is able to speak her truth at the last reunion and get things off her chest and kind of start fresh. And for sure, I feel like her gameplay mentally would be better in that moment. But also, like, your man also didn't, like, hold up his end of the bargain. But there were lame excuses. So, like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword here. Yeah. The next tweet comes from Raven. U.S. Alliance, but y'all want to throw in an American. Make it make sense. This is the one time I'm going to agree with Raven. That's it. (laughs) I mean, she's right. Like, yeah, y'all was trying to stand on that American flag loud and strong and end up throwing him in anyway. So, yeah. Next week, given the outcome of the first two daily challenges, it's very evident why none of these people are challenge champs. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. Does worms for brains. Last week, James celebrating his elimination win after almost going into cardiac arrest from having to run a mile. It's a clip. I'm just going to play real quick. It's just that energy. So he was very excited once he finished. And he was like, yeah, I did it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't understand why he was I mean I understand why he was excited because he won, but the gassing out is just crazy off of just what they were playing. Like like is literally connect for bro and you're already gassed. Please go in the rocking chair and sit down and don't come back on the show. Like I was actually rooting for him to be like, you know what? He had that whole fall in his season in UK. His eyes were looking crazy and that was like honestly just a freak accident. Like, if that even wasn't on him, it literally was a freak accident in them falling into the water and that happening to him. So I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? I hope he comes back and have an opportunity. But this, no thanks. You can keep it. Yeah. Aside from that, that's really it. That's all the tweets. James, good luck, my guy. But you have a long road ahead of you. So do we watching this show because I don't know what the episode was. So thank you guys for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at Dual Alliance Pod. You can follow Megan at Megs and Hines. You can follow myself at Ace underscore S5. And you can watch this on YouTube at Dual Alliance Podcast. We'll be back next week to discuss more of season 39. Thank you guys and have a good week. Bye. Bye.